Today's sports talk show this is your whole lead man, aka Special K, Circle K, back again with my boys Stack and CP. What's going on, bro? What's good, y'all? What up? What up? What up, everybody? Man, topics of the week we got on the board this week. Good cap except for Ross's spot back in the NFL if offered. Reggie Bush finally allowed back at USD. Jerry Jones silence on important matters and protests is going on in the world. And the NBA players rethinking about resuming the season. First up on the board, interesting topic came up with Cap this week. Roger Goodell, NFL, apologized to Cap um, the way they handled his protest in the Nilla situation. Um, brought up the topic, you know, NFL might try to save face and some team might try to sign Cap or offer him a you know, trial or a spot in camp. Should he take it is the big question. And we want to hear y'all thoughts on it. They were on for what they did to him, but I think he should still try it. I mean, if he still can play ball, I say go ahead and do it. Just, just give it a shot. But, I mean, you can't take back the years that he could have been already in the league, but at the same time, I, I say he should still do it because I'm pretty sure he still want to play. I say, I say, if I was Cap, I would. I personally wouldn't. I mean, if you think you can still do it, then do it. But personally, I don't think he should. I mean, he's been out the league for three years. It's gonna be hard just to come right back in the league after not playing for three years and play quarterback at that. So. Personally, I don't think he should. He's I think he's gonna have a backup spot, though. He ain't gonna have no starting spot unless he, you know, he's gonna have time to get that back in his starting shape, but he's gonna start off as a backup. Yeah. Also, I don't know if the teams is doing this for a publicity stunt. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, are you just, yeah, do you really want me to play football or are you doing this for publicity? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But listen, you know it is. It's just exactly, like everybody yeah. like Starbucks this week. Yep. Just like Starbucks. One day, you can't wear no Black Lives Matter stuff. The next day, yeah, you can because you got backlash. That's what the NFL, but um, it's hard because you know he want to play and you know he's capable of playing. Even though he missed three, you know, three or four seasons, he's capable of playing. So it's like, what does he want to do? I know it's a hard decision to him, too, because he also is doing a lot of justice reform, you know, fighting for a lot of different things, got his own uh, nonprofit businesses and everything. Actually leading the charge in this, you know, injustice and police reform thing with his company and donations given to by other players and other superstars, the money he donated to campaign, but you know he want to play. And and think about it. Something taken away from him when he was, you know, going through a little something, injuries and uh, coaching and regime change at the 49ers. And he left the man with nothing on the field when he used to have, you know, playmakers. Everybody wasn't just at the top of their game at their position, but, you know, they had a good little solid, good little solid team in San Fran for a couple of years with him at the helm. 
I don't just say if the lights didn't go out, they might have won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if Cap is still got the athleticism, you know what I'm saying? Because that was a big part of his game, the way he was able to move. I think he got it. My thing is, can he throw the ball now? Because, you know, his, like you said, his leg was a big part of his game back then, but now can you move around to just throw that ball on the run or something? Yeah, because you're seeing the, the players, the quarterbacks that's playing, you know, into their 40s, they do it with their head, with their mind, and with their arm strength. You know, you got Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers. You know, they all, A-Rod, they all pushing 40, but they all use their arm a lot more than their athleticism. And this is why I tell people, this is why I tell people that, Want a more mobile quarterback right now because, like, it's a hot thing. I don't tell them I don't want a mobile quarterback. I feel like you can move around, have some athleticism or whatever, but I want you to throw the ball. I want my line to do what I'm paying them for to do. Is that protect you? Now, if you need to move outside the pocket, like Mahomes and Watson, you know, that's fine. I like that moving out the pocket. Mahomes and Watson is still throwing a 15-yard pass, and that's the first down. It might not always be a touchdown. Some crazy, but I like that because he can also sit in the pocket and go. And those players, you know, when they run, they get down. That's cool. Lamar is another one. Like, he got to come with the more of the passing, but everybody don't have legs like Lamar. Lamar is the one pair of legs in the league, you know, at that position. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, that's just, you're not going to get that out of everybody. Plus, with his ability to throw the ball, his arm. Like, He's above Vic right now, like at age-wise and passing. Vic was a little bit more dynamic. You know, not taking nothing away from Lamar, but Vic was crazy. But I feel like Lamar is passing. Yeah, Lamar's Lamar's one of the most elusive players I'd have seen. I seen him in college personally, and then I see him in the NFL. He's, he's 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 super slippery. But right now in today's game, if you think of teams right now, what do you think Cap fits on the team? Like what team does he have a shot as a backup that to, to take the starting spot? Pittsburgh. I'm not. Because me ain't gonna be there too long, bro. If I'm Pittsburgh, I'm not taking Cap over Kansas. I, I would I would like him in Miami personally, you know, once Fitz, you know, Fitz is done what he does and you got Tua and then you have a capable backup with uh with Cap. And you got and you got a black GM, a black coach, so Yeah. Yeah. I can see him. Um uh, Really need to go to the Vikings. Nah. Yeah. That'd definitely be publicity. I mean, it wouldn't be. I don't know if it would be the right move, though. Nah. It's either there or you got to go think about the Redskins. Somebody needs a quarterback. Jacksonville's not signing. 
The Redskins, Redskins said they already going to sign them because it's too close to D.C., basically. I read a little article on that today. Um, that GM said they, they're not going to sign them because of, you know, what D.C. represents and it will be, put too much friction between the team and uh, – the team has got a racist name and all. The folks want to want y'all to change the name. You talking about the stand? The Indian people want them to change the Redskins name. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That, that's crazy for Cap. But that's the only hard part about Cap finding a spot in the league. There's not too many places to go because look at it. Look how hard it was for Jameis to find a job, uh, Cam, because. Days of like those, you know, you starting over here for eight, ten years, and you gonna come over here and start, and we're not going with the new quarterback or younger quarterback. Those days are over, man. They throwing the quarterback in the spot. They, I'm drafting you high, like, hey, after three, four games, get in there. They not gonna sign you when they know you're healthy. They know you can play, and you're still young, and you want to get, you know, at least a good deal. Even if you take a one year, you nobody taking a one year nine million dollar deal, ten, fifteen million dollar deal. QB, not a former MVP. So, but I'm saying I know Cap will take lower or less than that. But what position? Tell you the truth, he could go to Carolina. Yeah, back up Teddy. I I think. Do you think? Do you think Cap's really going to seriously sign, you know, in this next season or the upcoming season, though? Tell you the truth, I don't because – and the reason I don't is because NFL is about money. Mm-hmm. When Cap got an undisclosed amount from the NFL owners, the thing was this about them owners. I know there's some racist owners. I know there's probably not some racist owners. But I know it also was some owners that had to pay because when you say the owners pay, that means it's split up between 32. Now, it might not have been a lot of money from each owner or whatever it is. It might, not, it been, it might have been pocket change to them. But at the same time, it's pocket change. If they ain't had nothing to deal with this cap situation, it's like, bro, why I got to pay for you? Like, I'm definitely not going to look at you now. You feel me? Yeah. I paid you. And I had nothing to do with the situation. My quarterback is set, like, you feel me? Like Seattle, like, if, if you were a Seattle owner, you would feel mad if, if, if cap, cap uh, settlement was, oh, uh, let me know, 50, 52 million and split up by 32, you know, teams. Even if it's a couple hundred thousand in person, it's like, why am I paying my money? And I have Russell Wilson. Like, you know, I don't need a quarterback. Like, I don't even care who my backup is. My quarterback is not hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I know Cat needs a job, but I feel like at that point, these people being like who they are in the NFL, owners and stuff, look at, and we're going to talk about it later in the show, Jerry Jones and stuff is like, nah, man, I don't feel like nobody's going to sign him. And if they do sign him, like you said earlier, CP, it's a publicity stunt to say they face like, look at us. Mm-hmm. Personally, I know it's thinking outside the box, but if I was Cap, I would kind of look for a leadership role in the NFL, maybe a form of 
a division of racial justice and where you go around and you just, you know, facilitate that. You know what I'm saying? I think he would be more effective that way because I think him signing with a team, I think at the end of the day, it's just like, here, we signed them. You happy now? Should, you know, like, be quiet. You know what I'm saying? Type of thing. But, like, like everybody keep on saying, we're going to give $100 million to this or $10 million to that. Like, okay, but, like, where is that yeah. money going? Yeah. Like, I feel like, oh, it's just numbers and words. Like, I need to see, like, you know, how are you affecting, you know, the community and stuff? Like, it got to be engagement. That's the only way. Just like cut. Angio said he don't see racism in the NFL. How do you don't see racism in the NFL? And it's a Rooney rule for minority candidates to just to get interviews for positions we know they're qualified for. Yeah, yeah, he's being naive. Man, no, that's stupid. They know that's dumb. You, it's dumb. Yeah, well, we're gonna switch gears, man. Reggie Bush back at USC. NCAA forced USC to disassociate itself from Bush July 2010. USC president said the school removed all Bush's jerseys, murals displayed in Bush's honor, uh, even gave back his Heisman. June 9, 2020, USC announced that it ended its disassociation with Bush uh, following the mandated 10-year span. Man, Bush was disassociated for receiving illegal funds and a house for coming to USC. USC knew about it. They got caught up. In the beginning of all these NCAA violations and schools getting caught up in the past recent years, they was the, it was the big one. I know Miami got caught up. Louisville got caught up. Ole Miss has got caught up in the fractions. Um, you know. But Reggie Bush back at USC. Do you know how that sound, how crazy that sounds? Man. You banned Reggie Bush for 10 years. The NCAA banned Reggie Bush for 10 years. Do you know what Reggie Bush did for the, N- the NCAA those three years he was in college? Yeah, he was special. Do you, do you know how many NCAA video games was bought back then to just to play with Reggie Bush? Mm-hmm. Was he on the cover of one of them? He was. Yup. That's crazy. You know how many kids wore eye black and put their area code on their eye black to the bush in high school? I know I was one of them. Yeah, he killed that. That, that was a trendsetter move. Yeah, it was. With the one sleeve rocking, man, Reggie Bush won the best. Reggie Bush is probably a top five college player of all time. I agree. Easily, yeah. And in 39 games at USC, he only had 13 starts. That's crazy. Yes, yeah, because they had Lindell White back there. They wear you down, and then they're going to throw that boy, that man Bush back there. He's going to run right past you. Yeah, right. That team was special, man. Yeah, he was on the front of that 07 NCAA football. Ran for seventeen hundred yards in two thousand five. 
on 200 attempts, too. And they're going to gonna ban that man over 300,000 when you made millions off of it. Come on, man. My family need a house. I brought, we got championships for me to even come to USC. Come on, man. That, mm. That's crazy to me. Yeah, it crazy. is. Would you would hey would y'all would have gave back the housing? Nope. I never would have gave the housing up. You gonna have to come and get it. You yeah. gonna have to I'm come. Up. Well, nobody done it to me that year. You come to find getting nothing back. He ain't getting me. Yeah. that back. Nah, bro. I ain't opening the door when y'all ask. Not nope. Not FedEx in it. Not nothing. You crazy? I'm not giving you the housing back. No. And if I was ready to push now, man, I would talk my cash. Bank yeah. will be back, you know, but hey, y'all know what time it is. Y'all know who I was. I was ready to push. Yeah, they did that man wrong. Yeah. They did that man wrong. Reggie Bush, bro. They, uh, they, I think the NCAA always been behind the curve, especially with football players. You know, basketball players, they do one year, they get their millions. Football players, you you want them to play for three years, you know what I'm saying? Make all this profit off of me, and I can't earn nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's I think that's different. They get the name on the back of my jersey, and y'all sending out the show. Y'all, the people know it's me, and y'all want to put my name on the back of the jersey, and I can't get no money for it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Come on, bro. Like, crazy. And that, and we can even go to Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor beat Michigan in three years, man. He won them pants. He traded some pants for tattoos and some money. Those are his pants, bro. How are you going to get mad? Because this man doing something he practiced for, he played for, he played in the game. And it's some tattoos. NCAA definitely behind the curve on football players, man. For real. Dirty. They dirty to them. Hey, dirty. How you gonna be dirty to the money makers, so? though? I like that. I think it was Florida's governor who passed the bill this past, I don't know if it was this past week or the past two weeks, but, you know, where the players could profit off of stuff that's in their likeness. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, so I guess they started to take steps in the direction, but everybody knows it's unfair when you making millions and then you punish these kids for taking a penny. You know what I'm saying? That ain't cool. No, it ain't. Because people don't know, like, and people say, well, they getting the education, they getting this. Like, you got to understand. What that what that means back home when kids gotta take care of stuff back home now. Every kid not in that situation, don't get me wrong, but that's why the, like you said, the bill is so big, it's a likeness. You can have a middle a middle aged kid, a middle class um a kid from a middle class family in school, you know, maybe not as popular as somebody like, let's say they're Alabama and you got Jerry Judy and you got, you know, just a linebacker or something from middle class family, but he's a, he's a good ball player. He still can make money off of himself. And he's still the same fairness. Now, what they decide to do with the money is them, but they're giving them both the chance to make money and keeping it fair, not just saying, hey, 
oh, I can't a one a couple you know a percentage of players saying you know I got family back home that's starving or you know life can cut off. I need to get paid. You know, as another player on the team, you're like, look, my family ain't getting their lights cut off, but you know I need to try to get paid too. I'm out here balling. I'm signing autographs. You know, people know the me. I'm going to eat out in the town. So. Man, we all know. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know how much money Lamar would have made uh, when, when, if he would have got some money from, I, you know how many number eight jerseys I see in the in, in Louisville, Louisville jerseys? You know what I'm saying? They ain't got his, num- his name on the back, but everybody hey, know what number eight. You know who it is, though. Yeah. yeah. You see all these Sean Taylor, Ed Lee, Dirty, 20 with no names, Ray Lewis, you know. Look, man, how many Peter uh Peter Ward jerseys or, or whatever from Florida State you see, man, out of here. I'm all them Charlie Ward jerseys, number nine. Ward you know, done. Ward done, that's all that, man. Just think about it. Cam Newton, all the Cam. They still wearing that at Auburn, that two jersey. I know that one. And Charles Woodson, Michigan jersey, hard, number two. Yeah. All them seven LSU jerseys, and you can name different players for that. Like it's tradition, and those players can't get money off their likeness. Like yes, tradition is stuff, but and people say it'll it'll corrupt college football putting the money in there. But college football already been corrupt. Everybody knows people get paid. Yeah, I you know it is, it is like hey, you know what time it is. Yeah. So, I mean, they gotta do about that, man. NCAA football ain't got no competition, really. So, I mean, you know, they can kind of do whatever they want to, kind of thing. It's Monopoly. Facts, man. Facts, and folks. Ain't nobody can go take them down. Nobody can butt back and nothing. No. It's be messed up. And they be having everybody's futures in their hands. Mm-hmm. That's the car. Yes. What, what you going to do but, about it? But, though, NCAA basketball is going to change, though, because, really, I feel like basketball just crumpled, you know, just hurt the NCAA this year. Mm-hmm. Now all the top prospects is, like, skipping to go to school. So it's like, man, now, well, who are we going to watch? We're going to watch the, the next 10, the top 10, the few that go, go, you know, 20 through 25 in the draft. Not saying they're not good players, but. Everybody who they was watching, oh man, he told you know high school mixtapes, AAU mixtapes, like he the one, he the next one, he's starting to do like you know Zion, RJ Barry, all those. Oh, oh he's signing there. He's not gonna get that no more. The boys going overseas. No. Um, NBA G League development team signing contracts. I say that G League giving that half a meal. Yep. So y'all ain't. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna go get my half a million lead away. I'm gonna go get the 500 grand. I'm gonna be a pro, like you know, I'm gonna practice. So if I'm raw, shoot, you already know what time it is. Especially if I'm if I, if I know what I'm gonna do with my life. If I know I'm a hooper, why would I waste? You know, why am I? Why would I go to co- college when I can get a half a million right now? You know what I'm saying? I want a hoop. That's what that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. I feel like it's the same thing like trade school. Yeah. Like. Nobody don't say nothing wrong with him. I was like, oh, I don't want to go to I want to go be an electrician for two years and make this money. You feel me? At trade school. 
Same thing with that, like you said, that G League, like 500 racks right now. Like, I'm not, yeah, it's right now, but shoot, I got 500 racks. I can go back to school. Oh, I got 500 racks. I'm living like now, I just need to control it. Like, that's the only thing. Yep. But I believe, but like, Mm -hmm. hey, I feel LaMelo, though. LaMelo. LaMelo Ball, like, I don't, I don't, I don't like what his dad did, taking him out of high school with his friends and stuff like that. But him choosing to go overseas and playing and playing, you know, development leagues and playing against grown men, stuff mm-hmm. like Luca did, or like Luca overseas, um, he's gonna be raw when he hits that league this year. That's a grown man. Yeah, he gonna play grown man ball once he adjusts the NBA style and speed and stuff like that, and those other athletes like him. He's but he's gonna be ready, like because he's not gonna see nothing he hasn't seen and stuff from maybe a little bit more better athlete because he's playing as grown men since what 16, 17, whenever his dad brought him out. I think that man Lamelo Ball um, bought the team he played he played for. I think he bought the Australian team. Well, you know, a portion of it of the team he he played for. He did. Yeah, that was smart. Smart, smart move. And I think I think the one kid that was supposed to go to like some school that signed a contract with New Balance and went to an Australian LeBron got his million dollar shoe deal. He got signed with like clutch sports, like that's not was crazy. I think he can go to the league this year. So think about it, man. You're already in a meal. You ain't even into the NBA. You got your little overseas contract, too, and then you got a chance to go to the NBA. Your NBA contract going to be fully guaranteed most of the time. Yeah. That's not a win. I don't know what it is, boy. That's why I think the NCAA basketball again going to get hurt by this more than anything. Football, man, they got, like you said, a long way to go, but I'm glad to see Bush back. Like, I just wish the young kids, I know they got the YouTube highlights, but I watched that Fresno State game live in Georgia, so it was like midnight here. Yeah. You feel me? I'm up, like, watching that game turn. Like, bro, this dude going crazy. Like, I watched bro in the Heisman in that game right there. Like, then when he – I'm, remember, bro, y'all remember that game, bro? He took the – I remember one play, the play he went. He was proud on the sideline. He did the step back. I was like, oh, hold on. <laughs> and, you know, back then, we ain't had no Paul TV on that jump back then. No old four, old five, bro. We ain't had none of that. Oh, yeah. So, like, hold on. You had to wait for the replay. I was like, hold on. Bro didn't just do what I did. Bro didn't just behind and back dribble on them, folks. Yeah, he did. Like, then when they hit the replay, Kurt Herbstreit said – Check out the behind the back. I said, oh, my God. And then he cut it up and scored. Like, that was the truth. Like, he didn't get, oh, I'm going down. Like, oh, touchdown. And it was so many people around him. And, bro, everybody was doing that practice, everything. They was fumbling. Coach was like, and every coach said, you ain't Reggie Bush. <laughs> Trying to cut back cross field. Like, people – and other people was pumping their arms, cutting back cross field, trying to think they got it. Like, no, bro, just go straight. You don't have it, bro. <laughs> like, that man different. Yeah. 
Say something. That's what Jerry doing. Yep. Man, that's Jerry. He ain't, he ain't, ain't surprised, man. <laughs> he is. He, you know, he has flavor on the tight. Like Jerry, Jerry Jones. That's America's team. You got to say something, even if you playing the game. Don't want to leave. You, you got the title of America's team, bro. So if y'all, if, if America great or whatever y'all say, and y'all represent this, he got to say something. The most paid owner, biggest owner in the NFL. Suddenly, right. bro, they ain't winning the Super Bowl until Jerry leaves. Oh, I, been I agree with that. And he ain't leaving until he die. I know, and they're going to continue to be a disappointment. Like, they're going to bury Jerry at his stadium. And I don't blame him because he built it with his cash, but it's yours, Jerry. But, but he ain't giving that jump up. But even then, it's gonna, some, some probably going to take over. They still they ain't going to win because he's going to They really ain't going to win. <laughs> but nah, they gonna win then though because I feel like them boys will take them boys are changing. Like, look at the Mike McCarthy hire and all those. Like, they making some moves. Like, Jerry got the real stranglehold on everything though. Maybe you you gotta think about it. I feel like them boys are like, all right, bro. You know, this shit ain't working. How we might need to do this? Because one thing about younger generations, they do one or two things. They different in a good way or a bad way. Either gonna come through with it or they not. Look at Kyle Shanahan, bro. He got the formula for offense and whether we build a team and he knows to pick the right situations and stuff. He can't bring it home like his dad was clutch. His dad fell off when he was older, but when his dad had the teams, what his dad do? 
Oh, I failed these couple times with John Elway. I ain't failing no more. Give me them two Super Bowls. Bye-bye. Back-to-back. And then ran that ball. That's why he had that boy TD back there. You feel me? Top 2,000-yard rusher. What What Kyle Shanahan doing? He running the same thing, but a different little tricks and tricks and trinkles that his daddy doing. You feel me? So it's just like Jerry Jones and Steve Jones. Like, Steve Jones might be like, man, look, bro, we need to do this. We don't know what's behind the scenes, but we know, hey, daddy going to say, hey, I own this. You own nothing. Steven Jones said, I own this, I own this percentage, and he can say, Well, when I die. Yeah. That's what Jerry gonna say, but you know, Jerry got the full control. The judge, the jury, and the execution. And there have been 10 NFL owners who done came out and said something, and like you said, he ain't said one thing. And I think Philly, Philly's uh owner says he um she said that I say a lot of things that I don't need to say, and I say and I speak up when I shouldn't. But this is a situation where you can't go silent on. So you you can't just sit there and not say nothing about nothing. You know what I'm saying? And see, that's respectable, mm-hmm. and that's all we're asking for because we she's not saying nothing about her her feelings, her thoughts, or nothing. She just said, "Look, I talk about everything else. Why can't I talk about this?" Mm-hmm. And that, that's commendable. And, this, I, and I salute Philly in this way. They pro, I don't know about the Philly, but the Sixers and the Eagles, they got it going right, those two places, with head coaches and everybody else in those situations. You don't hear the nonsense coming from those two. You got in the Sixers, you know, with prison reform, they G, I mean, their uh, president and owner, that's all they were was Meek Mill and other people and even partnered with the Patriots, but I think the Patriots are stunned. But, you know, Robert Kraft had to get out that little, little sticky uh, situation you want that uh, surprise ending at the massage. <laughs> you know, he had to get out of there. Yeah. He slid on out, too. I'm telling you, right up through there. <laughs> But Jerry got to say something, bro. Like, I seen a tweet today from Kendrick Perkins. And I'm not going to quote, I don't know word for word, but the most thing I remember it saying was a lot of African-American athletes and stars and people you wouldn't know are, are speaking up, are trying to change things right now that wouldn't normally speak up. But if you want change, and we say we're together, it's not going to be until our prominent white stars say they're tired of this stuff, too. Mm-hmm. And he's like, not stars. He said, don't get stuck on stars. He said, prolific figures. Like, that's Jerry Jones. So if Jerry Jones says something, because we see images now that, you know, pictures say, pictures mean a thousand words or whatever. I seen up. Safety for North Carolina football. He had a pick six, and he ran, and he was in the student section and you no know, fan section, and they was all you know looking. He was looking straight up to him. They was looking down. I'm trying to touch him, and he was like, the "Caption on the picture read, I wanted this the only time they loved me.' Mm. And you know that 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 hit right there, just like you said, mm, like that's true." Mm-hmm. That, and that hits home with like Jerry Jones all the time. You love them boys, are they? They they about to be in playoff contention. They playing ball. 
and that's what it means. Like, yeah, you love us when we we scoring touchdowns, dunking the ball, hitting, you know, doing all this other stuff. But like, do you love us right now when we're going through this? And like, we're not asking you to be on the. Sometimes, well, you know, we are asking you to be on the front line. Somebody like Jerry Jones, we just ask you for a statement. How you feel? Not no, no BS statement. Like you said, Khalid, this is going to be the stumbling block to, you know, our growth as a nation. Like when, you know, white men of his stature don't say nothing, then the cycle is just going to continue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just going to continue. That lead into our last topic of the day, man. NBA returning, we know July 30th, it's been moved up one day. Uh, teams about to start Corona testing in, I think, one or two weeks. Uh, but a couple NBA players was on a call Friday and discussing should they return, you know, following what's going on in the world right now. Some of the predominant players on there was Kyrie Irving, Carmelo Anthony, uh, Dwight Howard. Um, Kyrie spoke up. I know Lou Will spoke up. And Dwight Howard spoke up, too about, you know, playing. The real quote was, we are fighting for a radical change. Sports have been a healing factor in this climate. I mean, it has been a healing, fa- healing factor always. But in this climate, it's a distraction. He also said, if you're dying to get back in the house and drink a beer and watch a hoop, opposed to being outside fighting for your equality, you know, something wrong. Austin Rivers also came back and said some players want to use their platform, you know, coming back to help change, you know, what's going on by playing basketball. Man, Dwight Howard said he wants to win, although he wants to win his first NBA championship, he doesn't feel like we should be playing basketball right now. Steven Jackson related to George Floyd you know, his, being his best, one of his best friends said he loves his basketball, his NBA family, but basketball is just it shouldn't be played right now either. What's y'all thoughts on it? I agree. I don't think he can be played right now either, me personally. But I do want to – but as a fan, I want to see it because I, uh, I ain't going to lie, ain't nothing on TV. But for what's going on, I mean, I think he needs to be on a pause. But as a fan, I do want to see it because – who won't want to watch uh, basketball right now? That's true. Yeah, I think I I, I want to see it, like just say, for selfish reasons. Also, but I was listening to the radio on the way back um, home this this morning, and a man was just like, "Shoot, racism! Racism is gonna be a." You know what I'm saying? Sports is like the only thing that kind of unifies us. So, like, them sitting out, like, honestly, how much of a difference is it going to make? A big Because mm. you, if you think about it, man, we haven't had no defined moment True. together like that since we started this, the civil rights movement back in the day. I looked at pictures online of how long those boycotts really lasted. I was, I'm foolish being in the South and not know how long some of these boycotts and movement lasted. 
one lasted 353 days. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like this, you know, but it, it also comes down to us being being able to help each other. You know, we got people got to reach out and say, hey, bro, I can't really survive. You know, what I need to do to survive if we not playing, not getting them checks, you know, like, you know, my contract not like some of y'all. Mm-hmm. Are we going to have players willing to help that have that money and revenue come to do, you know, come collectively to help those players in the league? Because those players going to have to come down to our level of living or life or something. But that's the stance they got to take, man. If we dominate more than 50% of a league, come on, that's crazy. And we dominate two of them like that. And one league is racist. It's him. So, like, if you know basketball, take that chance. Like, you know, I think it'll show something. But put it like this. The lady that told LeBron and Kevin Durant to shut up and dribble, she said Drew Brees can have an opinion. When he said, you ain't said him to shut up and throw or hand the ball off. So, that's the type of, I feel like the type of stuff that will change. People will be mad at it, but at the end of the day, we dominate this. Y'all can play it, but go watch who you, go watch yo who looks like you play and see how much fun you will have. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing. Like y'all go watch ourselves, like because at the same time they profit off our culture, you know. Profit off of other things, art, music, culture, everything that goes in culture. But go watch, hey, go watch Mike Dunleavy play again, man. You know, <laughs> go watch all those. Man. <laughs> yeah, and, and now that you say it, it will have a, a major effect if African Americans choose to boycott boycott sports. But like you said. The upper echelon players are going to have to help, you know, the middle and the low echelon players. But we had a, a dramatic, just like when Rosa Parks could sit on the bus and everybody said, hey, don't nobody get on the bus. You know what I'm saying? And eventually, they, you know, they change in order for, you know, black people to be able to ride. You know, they change so black people can feel comfortable riding the bus. But the, those boycotts do work, though, like you said, though. Yeah. Because what would it hurt right now, bro? Because we can just say, they can just say, bro, like, all right, bro, like, we don't feel like playing. Not enough teams going to Orlando. Y'all start the season. This is Corona. Y'all start the season back. When y'all say y'all going to start the season back in December, we'll work out a plan. Oh, we lose money? That's cool. You know, we help the players out. We don't. But at the same time, it's already been a messed up season. Yeah. So it's Corona. It's going on. So, like, look what's going on right now. Like, nah, we cool. And that'll give everybody time, even if you got, you know, skepticism about coming back with the corona, you, you got time to chill, let it come back and focus when it's time to focus really just on basketball. Right now, I don't think it's that time. Yeah. And I kind of agree with them. Um, and I agree with Kuzma. He said, don't get it wrong. Some players want to get out there and play and they want to hoop. Most players do. But some players are thinking about, you know, right now is hey. It's done like Kyrie said, hey, y'all never gonna change it until we do something like that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Kyrie said, I don't support going into Orlando. I'm not with the systematic racism and the BS. 
something smells a little fishy, whatever we want to admit it or not, we are targeted as black men every day we wake up. That's what Kyrie said. Yeah, it's real though. Yeah, but yeah. I know he hurt, but for him to take that stand, that's big. Plus two, I just want to see him do it. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, but I want to see him do it. And I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I would call LeBron James a goat if he would be, if he be one of the first ones that if Kyrie popped it off, it's, the, it's like how big he is. Say I'm with it. Or if Kyrie Melo and Dwight Howard, Kuzma, Lou Williams, they popped it off. Those are the, the frontiers, the pioneers of this movement. They popped it off and they call out the other superstars in this league. And LeBron stepped up and said he's with it. You know, not ending. In the beginning, not the ending. You know, I'd rather have the 50 players and already did it. I'll call you the GOAT. Yeah. Yeah. But until then, it's Irish. You feel me? Bubba Chuck. But. Yeah, I mean, I'll take, I'll take it for LeBron say, to say he, he ain't with it for real. You know, you get a couple other superstars and say they ain't with it. Shoot, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. All he got to do is start the call. All he got to do is call Kawhi, yeah. PG, bro. Like, bro, all he got to do, everybody that was in that All-Star game, the Greek freak, bro, people that's making that cash, Steph, you know he with yeah, it. Uh, Play. Yeah, Steph kid. All that with it. Yeah, that's like, hey, bro, let's just sit this one out. Support, yeah. you know, support. Uh, all the older states, man. Yep. Yep. That's all it takes. Because the older statesmen gonna get the ones that's like, hey, you, you talk to this person because people like I feel like people like, you know, that can help out our think about it, John Wall and Bradley Bill got cash. They can help out people. They got some big contracts. A lot of players with big contracts that can help out. There's a there's a, at least a pool of twenty to twenty five. And Tell you the truth, I know there's gonna be some players, the mid-level players that struggle, but it shouldn't be that no. many. If, it, if players like Harrison Barnes was getting 138 million, and what's the uh, dude they should play for the Masters? Wilson Chandler, not Wilson Chandler, not Wilson Chandler. What's he? He was white dude. Chandler something. Man. Chandler Parsons. Yeah, Carson. Yeah, Parsons. Parsons. Yeah, he got paid too, bro. It was you know some people. You know, some people got some contracts for money, but we just got to figure out what it is. But we got to hit it strong. Like, we got to do what it do. Like, we got to hit these folks where it hurts. Because if we don't own it, what are we going to do? Because you know, they ain't going to let us own it and buy yeah. it. Because you can't say ain't no racism in owning and buying. It's, hey, I own this, so I don't have to sell it to you, my boy. Mm-mm. I don't have to tell it to you or your your purchasing group. You feel me? So, something we can do. Yeah, I think that boycott will be effective, though. Very effective. Tell me, man. Tell me. Crazy, man. We got to do something out here. 
But rest in peace to Rashad Brooks. Uh, Atlanta, Atlanta male, 27-year-old, killed just yesterday, last night after being drunk in his sleep. So at the, in the, at the Wendy's parking lot in his car, failed to field sobriety test. He resisted arrest. Don't get it wrong and stuff. But he ran. He took a taser and he ran. And he was shot in the back three times. So some got to change. We don't stand for some. We don't stand for nothing. Um, crazy. Um, city was shut down last night. Seven lanes of traffic, both ways, 14 ways, completely shut down on the connector. If y'all ever been through Atlanta, y'all, y'all know what it's like. Mm-hmm. I-75 shut down. You had to take a whole different on the highway last night. So, Jim. I'm got to change. Yeah. I told you, Khalid. I told you somebody was gonna have to take that fall, and the chief was like, "I'm, I'm, I'm go ahead and get on out of here." Yeah, she was forced out, yeah. man. She was forced. That's, they that's go the same thing. Somebody else got to. They fired the officer, but they ain't charged on another one. Been on just administrative leave, so mm-hmm. you know we gotta get. Cool stuff, but like you know, people talking about something he tried to fire. They said the video said he tried to fire the taser at police when he was not running. A, That's cool. It's not a bro. deadly weapon. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. And two days and two days earlier, we got on the news got a report of a white kid that's 21 shot at the police. Oh, he came out when he came out the woods when he ran away. You know when they drove away because they drove into the woods and stuff. But you shot at the sheriff, bro, and y'all brought this man in. Y'all brought them in unscathed, no nothing on their face in his mugshot. Y'all brought him in. Y'all shot that man three times in his back. So it's crazy, bro. Yep. But man, that wraps up episode seven, man. Sports affiliated sports talk show, man. Get affiliated with sports talk on Twitter. Hit us up for any topics you want to hear. You want to be on the show, be a guest. If you get tired of hearing CP little short four foot eleven stuff or this one let us know we get him out of there. Special guest weekly, but appreciate y'all boys coming back, man. We back at it again this week, man. Take it easy. All right, sir.